0: Chapter 3. The Father Can Be Known In the spiritual awakening that has taken place within Christendom during the last four decades, it has become customary to regard the least understood aspect of the Godhead as the Holy Spirit. A great revival is swept through the land, reintroducing this shadowy third member of the Trinity in a widespread way. Underlying this renaissance of Christianity's vibrancy is the foundational assumption that those calling themselves Christians are already well acquainted with the facets of God's being that go by the name Father and Son. It may be, however, that the least apprehended of God's triune personalities is, in fact, his fatherhood. Having been taken for granted, the knowing of God the Father has receded into the background behind a relationship with the Son and an intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Christians speak of walking with Jesus. Evangelicals regard salvation as based on a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Charismatics across the spectrum, from mainline Protestant to Catholic, credit a great deal of God's activity in their lives and ministries and churches to the work of the Holy Spirit. All Christians, whatever their orientation, pray in Jesus' name. The revivals in the 1960s were called the Jesus Movement and the Charismatic Movement, emphasizing the exciting new works of the Son and Spirit. These phrases and the assumptions to which they lead have caused a subtle but serious error to infiltrate our attitude toward God, eroding our understanding of the Gospel message and making almost impossible a complete relationship with Him in all of its threefold aspects. That error is this, the assumption that God the Father cannot be known with the same approachability as Son and Spirit. His holiness prevents such knowing. A veil shrouds his face. He cannot and will not coexist with sinful man. Relationship with us as we presently exist is contrary to his very nature. The priest must intercede on our behalf. We cannot dare presume actually to enter his solemn and holy presence. The inevitable but false conclusion? It is impossible to know the Father with intimacy or personal immediacy. Of all the falsehoods perpetuated by the theologies of men, this must surely be one of the most heartbreaking to God himself, for it is his Father's heart He desires us to know most of all. This is where intimacy of relationship begins. The fatherness of God provides the very foundation for both other aspects of His divine nature. Without fatherhood, there could be neither Son nor Spirit. The Father sent both Son and Spirit, to illuminate his being precisely because he can be known and he wants to be known.